Do you have a bit this week, Michael? Um, no, I don't. Oh, do I no have bit. a do I have a bit this week? Um, let's just tell jokes. Uh, two okay. peanuts were walking down the street. One was assaulted. So. Yeah. Good, good one. I know. One of the best. So a horse walks into a bar. His alcoholism is destroying his family. What a what a what a what a joke. Anyway, welcome to Soul of a Truck, a podcast about the band The Killers, the only podcast on the Internet with the with the audacity to tell jokes at the beginning of its episodes. I'm your host, Spencer Palio, and with me, as always, is comedy mastermind and expert swordsman, Michael uh, Y. Nance. Michael, what's the Y stand for? Yippee! (laughs) I I don't know what to tell you. I mean, they just I had very exuberant parents. They were excited to have a child. Yep. Even though you're yep. like not even the oldest, you're like the third oldest. I know. My parents had many children before me. And then they were like, oh, we got it right here. You're the literal middle. Mm. I'm Malcolm in middle. Yes, you're Malcolm in the middle. How do you feel about the show Malcolm in the Middle, Michael? It's a great show. I mean, it reminds me of the early 2000s, late 90s. It was a simpler uh, time. Up. It was a simpler time. And, uh, you know, I I really loved watching that show with my dad. And uh, it definitely encapsulates the uh, white middle class, lower middle class lifestyle. Indeed. Yeah. Wow, Spencer, that's what you got today? Yeah, no, I specifically was like, let's record on a Saturday because we'll have more energy. And I'm like saying things to Spencer and he's like, "Uh uh-huh. You know, sometimes sometimes I'm not all there. Also, I've had a couple of drinks because I was day drinking. I fucked up. Okay, um, Spencer's day drinking. I know I'm I'm an unhealthy boy. Um, but you know what's cool about today's episode? Uh, what's that? This is our two year anniversary episode. Wow. Yeah. Two years. Yeah. What have we What have we done with our lives in two years? Uh, we made like a hundred and something episodes of a killer's podcast. Yeah, we made a hundred and four episodes of a killer's podcast. Why? Why did we do this? Um, that's a great question, Spencer. Uh, I'm going to say right now it's for the fans. Yeah, pretty much. It's for the it's for the victims. The victims, my favorite yeah. club out there. The victims. I agree with everything they say about every song. Um. I couldn't I wouldn't be here without uh, every one of the victims. So I, for one, think they are the most underrated fandom <laughs> of all time. There's really only one person I'm still doing this for, and it's Mr. Sun's 10. Let's be real. Yeah, same for real. You know, you know, just just out of funsies, because uh, I, I, I do feel like we should make some sort of, you know, showing of what today of of this episode 
Um, do you have any like really memorable moments that you want to look back on and perhaps recommend to someone who might be like a newer listener? Um, you know, you can always message. Well, we can tweet about this. Let's do that for the episode. We're going to tweet about it. Um, we've gotten some input from Natasha and Sandy and others about their favorite episodes. I'm going to reach out and see. I know that, uh, I've gotten good feedback about this river is wild. I mean, the shake a little bit, the shake a great, little bit. That's a classic. That's a very um, classic app. The, uh, I mean, the nightmare fuel that was a spaceship adventure. Spaceship adventure. Yeah. That's uh, where the DMT really kicked in. Yeah. That's, I think the episode where we really kind of found our voice more than anything uh, else, which is really sad. Cause it was the episode that had probably the least to do with the killers. It's mostly an episode about Yo Gabba Gabba. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't love Yo Gabba Gabba? It's a classic. But didn't they call it Brandon and the boys or something? Didn't they yeah. even call them the killers? Yeah, they, they named all the members of the, ma- oh, the band. Oh, that's right. That's right. Because like, you can't really go onto a children's show and call a band the killers. Right. That's right. The killers. <laughs> they should have just called them themselves like the ticklers. Oh, no, that sounds worse. Damn it. It's like how My Chemical Romance was introduced as MCR. That's right. Yeah. TK. Yep. TK. I mean, um, I do see a lot of TK around the Internet. It's true. Um, but no, for real. Uh, so audience, since since this is our episode, but you are the people who keep us doing this week after week because uh, you're forcing us to. Because we're contractually obligated. Um, you know, tweet at the pod at soul of a truck pod. Uh, and tell us what your favorite moments so far have been. And, uh, you know, say some say some nice things. Maybe congratulate us. Please, please. See, I, I need your validation. I, I don't. But like Michael does. So liar, <laughs> liar. Yeah, OK, fine. Spencer regularly sends me a text that says, do you think that people like me? And I say, no, that's it. And then we move on. This is why I, I need your validation. Right, exactly. Because I won't give it to him. Because Michael just fucking pisses in my Wheaties pretty much all day long. <laughs> Constantly. He's like, look at this macaroni art I made today. And I'm like, shut up. It's true. This you call is... that art? What are you? Who do you think you are? Picasso? This is I'm quoting Michael now. Who do you think you are? The greatest macaroni artist of all time? Uh, probably some kid named Ethan. I don't know. This is a dumb. This is already dumb. Um, good. Good. It's, it, anything is better than Jenny was a friend of mine. And that was two years ago. So, yeah. What was one year ago? What was the one year ago episode? I can't remember what we did for our one year anniversary. Let's find out because I don't remember either. Yeah, there's no way either of us would remember that. Why would we remember like old episodes of the pod? I basically forget what we've done moments after we finish recording. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I barely remember what we did last week. Yeah, we did dub dub for our Ah, 52nd episode. Wonderful, wonderful. That's right. Yes. Only that's appropriate. And then now we're doing a different song. Really? We're doing a different song. Yeah, I know. I I couldn't believe it myself. I was like, can we do wonderful, wonderful again? And Spencer was like, no, I don't know. That'd be kind of funny because of the name of the song. (laughs) 
<laughs> we're doing the second wonderful and wonderful wonderful yeah we're just getting last year we did wonderful this year we're doing wonderful 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 <laughs> we're gonna do song uh every we're doing the song wonderful by everclear wow it's, yeah that's that's definitely not the first time that Everclear has come up on the pod because when we talked with your sister, um, y'all were impressed that I knew the Everclear song uh, lead singer's name. Yeah, his name is like Horatio Bobsled or something. Yes, Horatio Bobsled. What is that from? I don't know. I just made that. <laughs> you just made that up. No, his name's Art Alexakis. Basically the same as Horatio Bobsled. It, I, exactly. I mean, almost the same. You, you can't spell Horatio Bobsled without Art Alexakis. It's like it's like what's Benedict Cumberbatch's name. It's like, you know, be, uh, British name complicated. <laughs> um. Anyway. Nope. So, so, Michael, do you have a pun this week? Hmm. I really should because the song is very special to me, but because like I have a I have a I have a I have a story I wanted to tell before we got into. Oh, yeah. Let me hear it. Yeah. So uh, I don't know if you've heard, but I've started working out again. Um, As you I know, already know, this is fake. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, the reason I, I didn't I didn't do it for like the longest time is because like I don't like people seeing me at the gym because. I feel gross. Okay. That's a common thing for people. Yeah. And so I do, I go to like 24 hour gyms so I can, you know, go exercise in the middle of the night. Cause that's just how I do. But the other night, this dude just came over and started just, just chatting me up while I'm fucking like, you know, on a treadmill or whatever. And you know, I'm I'm just like I'm just running and he's just like, hey man, how you doing? Hey, you're doing a good job. Oh, I'm glad you're trying to get in shape. That's what that's what he sounded like, by the way. That's uh Wow. Yeah. And eventually I just turned to him and I was like, Bro, I'm sick of your sweat talk. You didn't have one, so I just, uh, you know. Well, I'm, I appreciate that you had a, a pun. Uh, I still give it an F, but I appreciate the effort. <laughs> a for effort, F for content. F for content. Zero out of ten uh, pun. The best part about that was that I knew you were lying as soon as you said you've been working out again. I was like, that. there's no way this is a real story. <laughs> no way. Thanks, bro. Thanks for, thanks for really fucking validating me. <laughs> I, the, the again is I was like, when has Spencer ever been one to go like work out? Like you, I've never heard you say that. I mean, so. I used to. I mean, I, I used to actually like bowl on like a regular enough basis that it could be considered exercise. But okay, um, but that's like the extent of it. Because bowling is like not a non aerobic activity. Not if you like are trying. There's a lot of stopping and sitting, which makes it not aerobic, but okay. there's right. also like you do have to throw a, a heavy weight, you know, yeah. over and over again that that I can see. Yeah, but like, I, also bowlers are not written as nobody's like, oh, he's got a bowler's body. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> look at that bowler's body. Yeah, he looks like he eats French fries three out of seven days of the week. He doesn't like French fries. 
that's no knock against french fries but nobody can pretend that french fries eating french fries is going to make you look like a model you know what i mean yeah no that's fair i don't know i just (laughs) i wanted a pun i knew it was going to be sweat talk i just that's the best i could come up with on such short notice it's hard to come up with a pun for the second part of that like the sweat that i also had the idea of sweat talk but i was like talk is going to be a hard one to like come up with a word that sounds like you know, because last week uh, when we did, uh, what was last week's song? See, I, I've already forgotten. It's like I have a goldfish memory. When it terrible thing. Memory. It was a terrible it was thing. Yeah, Timothy the, Chalamet as the uh, the thing in Fantastic Four. No, he was Human Torch. Yeah, I know. But I, I'm, uh, I've rewritten the story in my head for Timothy. Uh, Tim- yeah, my headcanon is, is it was Timothy Chalamet as the thing. Even though I I'm listening to the episode and I'm still actively editing it right now. But I digress. But like that was a fine pun. But it's Thank you. N- it's no better than sweet talk or sweet no, talk. No, no, none of them are. I mean, there's none. I I feel like I had one that was a real stretch before terrible thing, too. Right. I don't know. I don't think you're ever going to beat Blink on Fashions of Aching, but, you know. That's going to be tough. That's a real tough mountain to climb. Because it's. I know there's been some real head shakers, though, over the yeah. years. That's another highlight is our terrible puns. Yeah. That, um, Share with the pod your, your all-time favorite Michael or Spencer pun. Bonus points if you do one for each. Yeah, bonus points if you do one for each of us. What's your uh, what's your favorite pun that I've ever done? And I'll tell you my favorite pun that you've ever done. Um, gosh, I mean, favorite in terms of making me shake my head. I, I mean, I could look through a list. It's hard. To, blink on fashions of aching is hard to top. You OK, know? that's a that's a tough one to top. But I remember under the gun because of under the gun, no matter how bad that episode is. Um, uh, was that a bad episode? I don't remember. I mean, I, my Cody, the miracle was, was one that recently where I, where I really went for it. Oh yeah. But, uh, coat me the mirror coat, 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 e, the miracle. miracle. Yes. I don't know. My all time favorite, your, you pun is still my list. Oh yeah. That's a, that's a, a all time classic. Yeah. Or, um, yeah, that, that's probably a wonderful fucking which fucking a zero out of 10 pun but like i remember it i'm just looking through old episodes a neon tiger had a great one for me um fucking no the the natasha one um goatee prefers oh yeah that's a great one that's a classic you had a real early one for a uh, white demon love song, white dim on love song. I think about Joe Biden or something. Yes. White dim on love. Songs. White dim on love. Songs. So, I mean, you know, we're going to have a box set one day of all just the puns. Yeah, we're going to put just the puns box. <laughs> just the puns. Just a puns super cut. Uh, Look, if you can if you can sell the just the puns box set, if we can like, make that and sell that, that's when we know we really made it. Well, we'll sell like I'll, I'll I'll what I'll do is I'll make a supercut in an audio file of all the puns we've ever done in, in podcast episodes. And then I will um, have it uh, 
what's it called transcribed or put onto <coughs> a cassette tape oh and then we'll transposed s- transposed yeah onto a cassette tape and then we will sell the cassette tape that i mean if you're selling cassette tapes in the modern era you really have made it yeah or uh you know sell it on vinyl the next time you're in new york you should just go to like a street corner in manhattan and hand out uh our tape on the corner soul of a truck there's no shortage of that vinyl (laughs) and you're handing that out on the corner that's expensive that's just kind of a money flex right there well no you just frisbee them at people Like like Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. Anyway, so the song Sweet Talk by the band The Killers. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, talk about Sweet Talk because uh, this is a, a special song to me. This is one of my faves, my all time faves. Yeah, this is uh, this is we we both at the beginning of the podcast picked three songs to be like our big, big boy songs. And I, I said, Michael, this is our hundredth or our our second year anniversary episode. And uh, spoilers, we're doing um, we're doing a big episode next week for the 105th episode, just because I kind of decided we were. I've I've held back on doing any of my big songs for the longest time. What? Whoa. And so we're, <laughs> we're doing one uh, next week as well. Wow. Uh, back to back biggies. Back to back biggies. I don't know. You think we should delay it? No. Good. I agree. That's uh, the, that's the era. This that's this uh we're going to advertise that. The back-to-back biggies. Yes, the back-to-back biggies. This um, March, Soul of a Truck podcast back-to-back biggies. Hold on to your hats. Spencer's got puns. They're bad. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Michael's gonna piss in Spencer's Wheaties. Piss, hot piss. Is he gonna cry? That's the end of the podcast, everybody. We're just gonna sit here (laughs) until in silence, in disappointed silence. While Michael keeps trying to think of these for 45 minutes and we'll never talk about the song. Um, so you like this song. I love it. I think it's a fantastic song. I can't believe it's on Sawdust as a B-side. It's this has to be one of those songs to me, and there's several that if they wrote it for Samstown, it maybe wouldn't have fit in Samstown, like in the narrative, maybe because it doesn't really. The thing is, I don't know. I don't know when they wrote the song. We'll find out, I guess. I did no research, but I mean, neither did I. We we wrote the Google Doc like right before minutes the, uh, minutes before we started. Yeah, minutes before we started. Um, Cracking a bev. Yeah, I have some bad news for you. To be honest, you don't uh, like the song. It's like a middle of the road track for me. It sounds it's it sounds like a second half of Hot Fuzz song. And uh, as you know, I think after Change Your Mind, I think Hot Fuss is kind of like a whatever record. And yes, I'm aware On Top comes after that. And that's not even like one of my particular favorite songs on Hot Fuss. Um, 
And so this song's kind of like it's it's very middle of the road for me. I understand why you like it and I get it. But eh. well, you know, the the big thing is for for me with Sweet Talk is that um this is one of my special songs because that I think I was trying to we were trying to create it like that distinguishing trademark is that like that we wanted three songs that were like really special to us and this one is special to me because and you know shout out to anybody who's had this happen to them uh but uh a girl that i was dating made a breakup cd for me when people were still burning cds for each other and this was this was on there Oof. I don't know if that's a good memory, though. Like, I wouldn't. It wasn't at the time, but I'm, I'm so far from removed from it. I mean, I was like 17 years old. Like, yeah, who gives a shit. Yeah. No. I'm a completely different person now. So, you know, it's it's I think of that time and I ended up so like even like a couple of years afterwards, I would listen to that CD and it became one of those CDs that had like memories attached to it to be this one that I that was the only way I could listen to certain songs, because keep in mind, this is before the advent of just having like an iPod or uh, especially now with like the music streaming where you can just listen to songs on demand and you don't even need to own the album, you know, back yeah. back in those days you had like playlists were come becoming a thing, but it was still, people were burning each other CDs and I really just had like a big wallet of CDs in my car. And that was my music selection. I couldn't branch out or just listen to random bullshit. No, that's fair. So it ended up becoming one of my favorite CDs, despite the fact that it was given to me as a breakup CD. So, yeah, see. No, I, I, I empathize with that. And I actually I have a similar story, although I've never had a breakup CD like that's that's a lot like that's a lot of effort to like, you know, just dump someone, bro. Like, (laughs) well, you know, that's that's I feel like that's very extra. Maybe maybe it was, it was very extra. I mean, it's very extra, a little bit narcissistic. Yeah, no, like I'm not a like, you know, not to I'm wait. I, I think it's probably OK to insult someone who like dumped you in such a like intense way. But like still, well, like, that wasn't the way it's not like they let me listen to that CD and they were like, this is this means I'm breaking up with you. That would be torture. But no, no here, listen, I got you this CD. Also, we're through. And then they just. I feel, you know, just she like frisbeed it at you and yeah, it, like yeah, she threw it at me it, and she was like it, later bitch. And I was like, <laughs> and she she hopped on a motorcycle with Le- just like, left me high and dry. Her new boyfriend. Uh, she yeah. was driving, by yeah. the way, because hashtag feminism. And um, <laughs> wow. Thanks for standing up for feminism. by saying the woman drove the motorcycle, Spencer. Wow. Yeah, he was he was riding in the back. Bold. <laughs> Bold. <laughs> Look, dude. You hear that, ladies? Even you can ride motorcycles. <laughs> Spencer said so. All right, I'm cutting that joke. I'm not cutting <laughs> that joke. Um. And, uh, <laughs> and um, shut up. And <laughs> and you 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 know in tears pick the CD off the ground, you know, and you know you just popped it in, and this was the first song. Even the first probably, song was actually "My Generation" by Limp Biscuit. Okay, you you should have just broken up with her for that. Yeah, I turned I turned it on. I was like crying, like the sting of the breakup fresh on my mind, and the CD loaded in. I heard the mechanical whirring of the disc as it spun up, and then 
only we could fly. And it was like John Otto, take it to the Matthews Bridge. And you were just and I like, was like <laughs> and you were like, this was for the best. <laughs> I just really felt bad because I feel like I disrespected her generation. Look forward to uh, I did it all for the podcast. Um, coming this coming summer. Soon. Yeah. From the makers of Soul uh, of a Truck, legendary hit podcast, Soul of a Truck. What we should we should we should brainstorm what stupid name we're gonna do for our Limp Biscuit podcast that we're definitely gonna do. Oh, one hundred percent. Um, I we can't talk about this on pod. It's too yeah. It's we don't too... want somebody to steal it before we have a chance to create uh, our branding. <laughs> yes. Y'all be loving this shit right here. <laughs> no, when I was in high school, my high school girlfriend made me like a series of mix CDs. And I, uh, I kept those for literally years after we broke up because to be honest, it was just like a really good, it was a really good mix. And the only reason I don't have them anymore is because my car got broken into and they stole all my CDs. And, what an asshole move. And I legitimately miss those on a regular basis. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, you know, shout out to my high school girlfriend for having really good music taste. <laughs> How about that? I mean, same thing for me. That was yeah. the reason I kept the CD and listened to it. Because yeah. at first, I will admit, first year and a half to two years of Sawdust release, I hated Sweet Talk because it reminded me of this. Oh. And this era, right? Yeah, no. The thing is, and now I love it. I think it, it, especially later, it just became a song I would always listen to. One of my favorites on Sawdust. Is it? I think it's just. I really like the the, the melody, especially of the chorus, and I think it really is a, an early Brandon vo- vocal flex. Yeah, so, I, I feel it that. had to be written during Sam's Town, and maybe it just didn't fit, and they had to cut it. But it's See, a good one. See, the thing about this song, and this is this is the case of a lot of music that I just don't give a shot to. It doesn't have a hook that makes me want to listen to the rest of it. Like the beginning riff, I just am like, oh, this is awful and I want to skip it. And so I skip it most of the time. But then again, I never listen to Sawdust. Um, And so that's probably why I don't really think of this song as like, the classic that it is because it's a good song by every by all measures it's just meh you know just doesn't do it for you just doesn't do it for me it doesn't float your boat i got doesn't, it doesn't uh doesn't tickle my pickle i had a feeling that if i said float my boat spencer would say tickle my pickle i I, I i mean i do believe this by the way this is I got to tell this story about like, sorry for all the asides for sweet talk, but Hey, welcome to year two. Uh, This is, (laughs) I, I saw a shirt and I almost, I'm actually going to send it to you right now via text because I, I I was in the middle of tech and I was like, I haven't even sent Spencer the song I want to do. So let's let me send you the picture of this pic. I was like, do you want me to glam for a second? No, no, I got, I'm sending it to you right now. This is, uh, I saw this shirt and I was like, this is what me and Spencer should wear while we podcast. If we do the podcast live. 
Well, my phone just vibrated, and but it was just Pizza Hut telling me that uh, <laughs> we've got a brand new spicy pepperoni pizza. Does it? Not, does it? Everybody out there could probably relate. Does it not make you feel super sad if your your phone's been silent for a little bit, no messages from a friend or anything? <laughs> you, it buzzes and it's like like quick lube or something, and it's like, hey, we miss you, and you're like, God damn it! Yeah, I'm so <laughs> alone. I feel more lonely. <laughs> Uh, that's that's I feel like that's a very millennial thing like way of thinking <laughs> but like okay so um I'm gonna describe this don't I uh, it's a it's a it's an all black t-shirt and it just says professional raw dogger on the t-shirt <laughs> really Michael <laughs> I saw that shirt and I was like what an inappropriate shirt to wear like in almost any situation yeah like all the time 24 <laughs> 7 Next time you go up to New York to see your family, just show up wearing that. Nah, dude, I'm going to wear a um, a uh, one of those. I don't even know what the fuck they're called, but you know, those those shirts where it's like like a children's cartoon character, but they're dressed in like, you know, like a tank top and chains like. Oh, yeah. Like tweet Tweety Bird. And it says like a ninety nine percent devil, one percent angel or something. Yeah. Like I want to get one of those. But it's um, who's but it's like Caillou, but he's like dressed like that. Um, oh, my God. And it'll just and it just says Michael Nance on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> That's I love that. If that was real soul of a truck merch, I would buy that. I would <laughs> legitimately buy that for you. I'm making that <laughs> next time I. Uh, they, do, you, do you know what that's called? Does that have a name? I, it has to. It's got to have some name, but I mean, it's a it's a whole vibe for sure. And yeah, I just I that's I would love that shirt to be honest. Caillou dressed in like streetwear, and it says Michael Nance. I to complete that, you have to put Mama Tried on there somewhere. Oh my like god! Like on the back. Um, here's a shirt on Redbubble, and it's Caillou. Thanks to Caillou. It's, I also really love the ones with like SpongeBob dressed as like Scarface or some shit where he's like high as fuck and has like really red cracked out eyes and he's like holding a big wad of like American money. Hold on. How do I? How do I? Uh, stu- yep. Here it is. Mark it off. Spencer struggles with technology. Boom. Yep. There you go. There's there's the shirt. Uh, it's Caillou with a joint in his mouth. <laughs> And like a big wad of cash in his pocket. <laughs> that said my name under it, I would it's, die. I would just, literally. It just says Michael mind. Nance right underneath. <laughs> That's so stupid. Uh, wow. I'm gonna throw that into the Google Doc so anyone who subscribes to the Patreon can uh, <laughs> can see this. Can shirt. See this. Wow! On my way to record the next episode of the pod. Yeah. Big ass joint in my mouth, fat wad of cash, obviously from the subscribers. Yeah, obviously. and our sponsor, and our sponsor. Who's our sponsor? Uh, this week, Lay's Michael? potato chips. Lay's New potato soul chips. Of a truck flavor. Yeah. What what is what does soul of a truck flavored Lay's taste like? Um, it's uh, it, they're trying to replicate the flavor of baby back ribs. Makes sense. But it ends up just tasting like all dressed chips, so it's a win win. So so they're so it's just super vinegary, uh, but also uh, with like the barbecue. sweet barbecue flavor. That's just yeah. what all dressed chips taste like. Have you ever had all dressed yeah. chips? I they're one of my favorites. I absolutely love all dressed chips. Okay, 
I know we were shout out Canada. Yeah, shout out Canada. I didn't know we were both secretly Canadian this week. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Just anymore. I'm still looking at this fucking Michael Nance. Caillou. <laughs> Caillou. There. I refuse to call it Caillou. It's just Michael Nance. <laughs> Spencer is a 40 year old man has a child that is like watching Caillou because it's for babies and. Uh, every time Spencer walks in the room, he's like, "Ah, oh, little Spencer Jr., are you watching? Are you watching the Michael Nance cartoon?" And my child, very you know, huffy puffy, goes, "It's, it's Caillou! Caillou. <laughs> it's Caillou, Dad!" <laughs> never, ne- never would in a million years have expected Caillou to come up on the Sweet Talk app, but hey. <laughs> Here we are. Yeah, sad. I just thought of that, like, as we were recording. Like, I'm like, what would be, like, the funniest fucking character to be, like, you know, in that kind of, like, gear? And it would be, like, it would be Caillou. And then, and then, and then, like, a bolt of lightning, it hit me. Anyway, let's go to the Reddit. This is from user oh, yeah. Clow0407. By the way, Michael picked the uh, the Reddit threads this week. So I sure did. This should be fun. So first thread, thoughts on Sweet Talk. And this person says, this song makes me really hopeful. I am not aware if Brandon or someone in the band has ever explained the meaning of it. It's such a beautiful song. I dare to say when I listen to the song, I think about God and hope, parentheses. I'm not saying that it cannot be about. I'm not going to read that. Um, I feel like Brandon is begging to feel a sense of relief. Because he struggled too much as a human. There's a lot of words here. I'm not going to read all of this. This song, wow! It really, I, I'm not hopeful for the how the lyrics page is going to go. Because I mean, if you scroll down in the comments, I hear the Podlarky18 has their own uh, essay sort, about sort by controversial. It's Machops don't cry. Sweet talk, more like bitch talk. The song doesn't. This song sounds like it. Holy fuck, Larky 18. Slow right. your roll. Um, let's just read the first paragraph. I have a hunch that Sweet Talk may be about Brandon's flight phobia and about him getting help for it and not letting it hold him back from him being in a band and touring. You know? Let me fly. Um, and then someone points out that uh why do I keep counting is specifically about that. So. I don't know. Also, yeah, that's true. Why do no, no, but chops don't cry. Yeah, I, I am, He might make an appearance. We still got more Reddit to do. Yeah, so. that's surprising. Um, Yeah, let's let's go to the second thread. Boom, boom. Oh, shit. Famous user deleted. Deleted. Says, Sweet Talk is an incredible song. Top comment, also by Deleted. Okay, kind of yanking your own chain. I love Sawdust through and through. I hope they do another B-Sides collection. Called Wood. Oh, wow. Sheriff Rick Grimes said they have. It's called Battleborn. Woo! Oof. Woof. Oof. Ouch. Oof. I mean, I'm, I'm with you, Sheriff Rick Grimes. It basically is the same level of quality as Sawdust. There's some real bangers on there, but there's also some hot garbage, but... I like Battleborn more than I like Sawdust. Don't at me. I, I will not I, be taking I, questions I, at this time. Yeah, I mean, this is a great song. I'm glad that it's getting some love. Most of it is just more effusive uh, praise. 
Larky King calls it absolutely magic uh, magical. So the huh. most the Reddit thread I'm most excited for is the next one though, Spencer. Go ahead and read it. Hold on. Uh oof, yeah. Did you sort by controversial? No, yeah, I I was okay, hold on. We're gonna go to the next thread. I haven't gone there yet. Okay, uh the killer's sweet talk synth tutorial. From user Machops Don't Cry. Boom. What? Dropping heat this week. All right. Well, let's and no no comments. Damn. Well, let's 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 go into uh let's let's play it on the watch. For together. year two, we finally get to hear Machops Don't Cry's voice. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. So we just found Machops Don't Cry's YouTube channel. We sure did. So I think it's safe to say Machops Don't Cry is a fan of this one. Maybe. Um, the channel mainly focuses on synth tutorials of my favorite songs. Parentheses with no space. Killers. 80s new wave. This person has been on Reddit since 2006. Well, how about that? Thanks for that uh, tutorial, Machops Don't Cry. Yeah. No comments, though. Kind of kind of cold, Reddit. Uh, Look, we know he's the absolute villain of the, of the Reddit, but... <clears throat> yeah. Also, uh, that was a nice synth cover. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah. Uh, hold on. I'm looking, I'm looking at Machops Don't Cry's YouTube channel now. I want to see what else we've got here. <clears throat> That's really why Machops Don't Cry is biased towards Hot Fuss is because he's just a synth lover. What? Um, he's got Why Do I Keep Counting Piano Tips? A Great Big Sled. Why? Now I feel bad. We could have we could have done this. We could have used this for years to to even further mock and abuse the target of our hatred. But we didn't. I'm. I can't believe I was the first one to find this. I when I saw this, I was like, "Holy shit!" Um. Oh, hold on. There's a. Why do I keep counting piano tips? Is it actual tips? I don't know. Because that wasn't really a tutorial. It was just watching somebody play it on there. Yeah. Like I just want to. So, I just want to hear. You this know, shout out. Thanks voice. for the vid. But still, I just want to hear this person's voice. That's all I want. My brother's calling me. Uh oh. Should I should I pick up the phone? On pod? <sighs> no. Okay. I'm gonna text him though. <gasps> boom boom boom. All right. There's I, no talking. There's no talking. We will never find out anything about Mr. C D C. Damn. Well, rats. Oh, that's well. the Reddit though, y'all. That's everything. That's all the Reddit. That's but all the uh, Reddit. how about that? We found a uh, Machops Don't Cry content post. Yeah. That wasn't uh, taken from a dubious magazine. Yeah, that was made up like clearly. <laughs> And you will never hear, like, be able to convince me that that wasn't all made up. 
In an interview, a 2010 interview, Dave said, I don't like anything after we made after Hot Fuss. Yeah. Everything else was trash. Yeah. That's why I love the band. <laughs> How you Do you want to look at lyrics? Uh, no. Okay. We're going to skip lyrics this week, everybody. Spencer's being a baby. Go ahead and at Spencer uh, on Twitter and let him know how uh, disappointed you are. No, 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 no. We're doing lyrics. Now, you know, you got a you you lucked out big time this week. I did. I super did. Because the Reddit was verbose. People had a lot to say about this song. And the lyrics page has two annotations. It's so. not verbose. Oh, but, you know, we got a real treat here in the comments for the song. So this is actually the total package. This is exactly what we want out of a, a lyrics page. So, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll read that at the end. OK, OK, so. Page intro by user Dr. Callis. Kali, maybe? Dr. Callies? Callies? The speaker in Sweet Talk wants to approach, wants an approach to suffering that acknowledges its difficulties, but still remains optimistic. The solution he suggests, but, per, but never names explicitly, is prayer, not as a panacea to his suffering but as a way of making sense of pain. Michael, how do you, how do you make sense of pain? Uh, I just tell myself pain is okay. Uh, I feel like it wouldn't be a two year anniversary episode without mentioning that t-shirt. <laughs> um, Posted yeah. on the Reddit. If uh, just look through our media, it's a t-shirt that I, that, uh, 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 Michael's girlfriend bought me uh, like five years ago for my birthday. We were playing the t-shirt game in uh, what's it called? Jackbox. Uh, Jackbox. Yeah. TKO on Jackbox. And, and uh, it's, it's like a squiggly face. I was trying to draw Skeeter from Doug and someone added the phrase pain is okay. And, it was me. And we, that was my phrase. <laughs> And legitimately, that particular game, I would have bought like three or four T-shirts from that one game because there were there were a whole bunch of really funny ones. I also really liked Why Do Whales from that one. Why? Why Do Whales? <laughs> and it was like it was like a dude on a raft, like surfing. Right. A dude on a raft surfing. And it just says, Why Do Whales? Why Do Whales? Like, like I said, like that, that particular game was uh yeah anyway verse one michael okay verse one lift me up on my honor take me over this spell get this weight off my shoulders i've carried it well loose these shackles of pressure take me out of these chains lead me not to temptation dr Kelly says directly from out from the our father what's what's an our father uh the it's a prayer I don't think it's called the Our. I mean, maybe in like Catholicism, Isn't I thought it's called the Lord's, the Lord's, the Lord's, Lord's Prayer. prayer yeah. yeah, you know, directly from the Lord's Prayer, and it just says, "Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be Thy name." I'm going to read it out so we can bless our podcast, um, and then Spencer will burst into flames, and then I'll burst into flames. Win win. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespass as we forgive those who trespassed against us. 
and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. That's not my favorite thing to deliver us from. That's also not the full Lord's Prayer, but I mean. Amen. I prefer deliver us from Papa John's. How do you feel about P. John's? Where does it rank in your chain pizza? I mean, you just got a Pizza Hut notification, so it sounds like you might be a P. Hut boy, but. I am a P. Hut boy. Um, You want the truth? Papa John's sauce is too sweet, but I love that garlic sauce. I it, I come you know, I actually agree with you on this, Spencer. I think that their sauce is too sweet. The garlic sauce is banging. Yeah, that's uh, that's the reason you go. You go there, you get light sauce, extra cheese, extra garlic sauces. You use mm. probably one garlic sauce. Per like every two slices of pizza. A friend of mine used to work at Papa John's and he would come over after his shift and he would make custom pizzas for us. Uh, when he would come to hang out and it was truly glorious. Would he just steal dough and sauce and like all the stuff? No, he'd make it at work and bring it with him. So he oh. like at the end of the night, he would use the oven to make a pizza. And he had to stop doing it after his manager was like, we got to cut back on food costs because these pizzas would be like, okay, a layer of cheese, a layer of bacon, a layer of cheese, another layer of like some other meat. And then a third layer of cheese. I mean, these pizzas would be like nothing you could possibly get at Papa John's normally. Or if you did, it would cost you like $30 a pizza. But but it's delicious. It was awesome. It was uh, those were the halcyon, the halcyon days of college for me. But Yes. Anyway. Um, oh, lyrics. Let me continue. Hold my <laughs> hand harder. Ease my mind. Roll down the smoke screen and open the sky. There's only so hard you can really hold someone's hand. like. You know, break my fucking hand. Just break my fucking hand, and that'll ease my mind because I'll be so because I'll focused be on focused on the my pain. Broken hand. Yeah. Let me fly, man. I need a release from this troublesome mind. Like an Fix eagle, my feet when to the sea. That's right. Fix my feet when they're stumbling, and well, you know it hurts sometimes. You know it's gonna bleed sometimes. Jesus. Verse two. Dig me out from this thorn tree. Help me bury my shame. Keep my eyes from the fire. They can't handle the flame. Grace cut out from my brothers when most of them fell. I carry it well. And then the chorus. Let me fly. Man, I need a release from this troublesome mind. Fix my feet when they're stumbling. I guess you know it hurts sometimes. You know it's got to bleed sometimes. Now hold on. I'm not looking for sweet talk. I'm looking for time. Top a tower and sweet sweet walk sleepwalk. Yes. Cool brain says it seems he's talking here about suicide falling from a tower. That's a little on the nose, right? I feel like top a tower is more like the tower, like the kingdom of heaven type tower, maybe. Uh, I don't know. That's the real lyrics. Top a tower and sleep and sleepwalk. Well, we still have the. No, we don't. I was going to say we just a weird Brandon lyric. We could play it like let's play it. Yeah, let's hear it. Was it like here? I just want to make a point. I jumped right to that without any guess. Well done, Spencer. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's definitely top a tower and sleepwalk. Top a tower and sleepwalk. What a strange person. Anyway, yeah, I, weird. I don't know. I, it's hard for me to interpret that lyric because it's just I'm, I'm having trouble wrapping my brain around it. I mean, it's this is an interesting song lyrically, although I like to. I'm definitely getting like the religiosity content of this. Mm. But I hate to say this, this definitely feels a lot like a, like Brandon Vogan poetry. Oh, for sure. Some of it. But I mean, this is that era, right? I mean, yeah. you've got a lot of that still on Sam's Town, but it becomes like lovable. I mean, so this song is very. I, I know you were talking about how this is like a Sam's Town era song, but this feels like a Hot Fuss era song. More than pretty much anything we've listened to from Sawdust. It is just a start in for us, especially it's a stark contrast from going from terrible thing, which I feel like is written very well because it's on pressure machine, which I feel like most of the songs on that album, yeah. like, even if they have some yeah. weird Brandon metaphors and stuff. But this is like early Brandon stuff where you were like, ah, nobody says that Brandon. That's such a weird phrase. Like they just most of this song honestly has lyrics that are kind of, strange and a little bit abstract but brandon was really into that at this time a lot of samstown has that that's why i think it's about samstown like there are some weird lyrics on hot fuss don't get me wrong i mean even somebody told me and like i mean most of their big hits from this era have some just like bizarre metaphors and like brandon lyrics so indeed my brother was texting me i'm sorry that's okay I mean, even okay. We're gonna once we get to the outro. Uh, you know it's gonna bleed sometimes. Hold on. Hold on. Bridge. You know it's gonna hurt sometimes when you call me. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Outro. I'm gonna climb that symphony home and make it mine. Let sounded like John resonance. Lovitz. I'm gonna climb that symphony home and make it mine. Let his resonance light my way. See, all these pessimistic sufferers tend to drag me down so I could use it to shelter what good I've found. Like, this is so confusingly worded, and I feel like maybe this is why the See, that, song has some... That outro does a better job of conveying, like, the I'm going to use... I'm going to find solace in prayer. Right. It does have some kind of religious... Although, maybe. Although that doesn't feel like prayer as much as it feels like just faith. Um, like like faith or community, because I'm going to climb that symphony. Symphony is like a group of people. And so, right. you know, in so like a bunch of people in prayer, I'm going to climb that sympathy home and make it mine. And let his resonance find light my way, which is probably, you know, Jesus. I I really I, so the the melodies and like musicality because even like the like everybody drums bass Mark Ronnie Dave they all did a great job with this song mm -hmm. too and I really even like the synth. I think the lyrics do kind of hold back this song a little bit because this outro in 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 general just reading is like. It's very bizarre because like he's talking about you can kind of create a concept of what he's talking about. 
I'm going to climb that symphony home and make it mine. Let his resonance light my way. But then out of nowhere, see all these pessimistic sufferers tend to drag me down. Okay. So I could use it to shelter what good I found. So in the context of that sentence, you're referencing the previous lyric. See all these pessimistic sufferers tend to drag me down. So it doesn't make any sense. Like that third line is it seems like the, the narrative is going to go somewhere else and like, oh, wait, actually, no, we're going to use what to shelter what good I found? No, it, resonance? no, that makes that makes it makes sense to me. Um, he's using community and, you know, like religion, essentially, to light his way because people who are outside of that community drag him down. Pessimistic sufferers like that. I think it's just awkwardly worded, like the juxtaposition of those things, like kind of jumping to another subject, like basically saying like, oh, these pessimists drag me down. But inevitably, I use saying so I could it's just I guess it's like from a grammar tone, you've gone to a different subject and now you're referencing it, saying it. Something else saying it, it's just awkward. It's just very awkward in the context of trying to understand what he's saying in these lyrics. So. That's that's fair. I I don't know. I I like that's a good outro. I like that that particular lyric. Um I don't know. I feel like if you use if you use that one lyric as basically like a jumping off point, you can probably go back into the song and kind of start to parse what he's trying to say, which I think is what Dr. Callis is trying to say in the reference in their lyric intro i yeah i I don't know if it's necessarily about flight either with what larky 18 was saying i you know i got this as part of a breakup album so in the context of a breakup it does kind of make sense to me you know what i mean like there's some things that you could reference like okay getting you need to be released from this relationship and be free and all that and the the burden of not sure being sure you want to be with somebody or not that's tough so it hurts bro it does it all hurt and it's gonna bleed sometimes that kind of, that kind of, I can understand that kind of reference but like this would be some really out there Brandon lyrics to try and say this is about his fear of flying which why do I keep counting is also kind of it's very verbose and yeah. poetic but. It's I can definitely see how that would be about it more than this. So. Yeah. This one just seems to be about generally trying to get out of your own way mentally and, you know, release some pressure on your mind because it can be troubling. Yeah. That Spencer content right there. Spencer content. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Well, it's like, what do I have to add to that? It's like, there's nothing to add. You, uh, you, you hit the nail on the head. So I'm just going to say yes and smile. Throw my hammer in the lake and say, job done, boss. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Well, what do you think of these lyrics, Spencer? Give me your assessment. They're great. They're, uh, they're very Vogan poetry. They're very Brandon-y. I don't know this song that well. And this the reading the lyrics finally is like kind of weird for me because 
yeah, no, this song's complete chaos, for lack of a It really is. Like, like, what were you thinking, Brendan? You're just writing. It's it feels like he he wrote the chorus and then he just came up with this weird like you know it's it's Vogan poetry. Dig me out from this thorn tree, help me bury my shame. I often feel like a lot of times the songs that have that could probably appear on an album because their music is the the musicality is good enough, but Brandon just got a little too crazy with the lyrics end up on sawdust there's a couple like we did under the gun and we talked about it earlier but under the gun is such a banger of a song to me and i'm like but the lyrics are so weird like because heaven sends and heaven takes crashing cars in his brain you know what i mean like but what i feel like anthony keita's shit it is but i feel like i feel like that's a lot of um a lot of brandon's lyrics brandon's lyrics like there are a lot of songs that made it onto killers albums that had just as like complete chaos lyrics. You know, I'm honestly happy that you referenced the Vogan poetry because that was a thing that we ball we like spitballed for the very first episode. Is that every song we were going to give a Vogan poetry rating to, uh, based on you know how Brandony the lyrics were. Yeah, and and this one would be high on the list. A lot of oh Sato yeah, this would be this would be like a ten out of ten. Right. There's a lot that you're just like, what? Okay. Like, why did you have to say it that way? Like, it's so confusing. So, so what we're going to do for year two, we're bringing back the Vogan poetry score. <laughs> and this one got a 10 out of 10. This one got a 10 out of 10. Tune in next week for whatever episode we're doing next week for the same. Wonderful, wonderful. I, you know, it's great because Wonderful, Wonderful is another song that has some pretty uh, abstract and, and uh, poetic lyrics. lyrics. You know what I think? But this, it's you know still think, better than this. You know what I think Sweet talks about? What's that? Tana. <laughs> it's about Tana. It's just about Tana. They're all about Tana. Was he dating Tana at this time? I don't <laughs> know. When did they start date dating? They've been dating since time immemorial. It's not about Tana per se. It's about like the concept. The theoretical it up. The theoretical Tana. Oh, actually, they got married in 2005, so it could be. Wow, they got married. Tana in abstract. I think, you know, it's funny. Uh, I'm pretty sure uh, South by Southwest is this week, and uh, I'm really hyped for Tana in abstract. (laughs) My favorite band. (laughs) Speaking of your favorite band, you want to go to uh, the name the same section? I sure do. All right. I guess we can do that. This All is right. this is the artist Saint Motel and their song Sweet Talk. Name the same. It's not the same song, but it's named the same. Is that the is, are we doing a jingle now? Yeah, <laughs> it's me. This is a jaunty little tune. It sounds so like mid 2000s, like alternative. Let's see how old it is. 2016. 2016 yeah. The, the, the way his voice sounds, sounds newer. No. 
Uh, it sounds like a guy from. It sounds like the dude from what's that one? The band Alt Nation or whatever. Yeah, sure. Sing shooting stars, counting stars or whatever. Oh yeah. It's not the weekend. It's so interesting to go back and listen to these songs because I'm like, wow, every song in this era sounded like that. Because this sounded that sounded so much like a like a mid to late to 2010 song. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, it it does. And it's just like, how does so there's some outliers there? But that one's the, you know, like uh, Walk the Moon. They kind of have that same vibe. I, I did I tell you I saw Walk the Moon for like basically no, very little money on a whim one day no maybe uh, i know you like them i i like that one song um the the shut, shut up, up and dance with me yeah i mean like no shit everyone fucking likes that song but like right how can you not it's just so fun i like that song and but, i hate most pop music so but like i had been i was a, uh, I was trying to date like kind of a raver girl when that song came out <laughs> and that song Your little rem- rebel girl and raver like she was into like going to clubs and shit uh molly probably i don't know but um that song reminds me of her like so much and like we never like it never you know blossomed into a beautiful relationship but we're still friends and i run into her every few years because austin is a weirdly small town yes it is but that song reminds me of this girl, and I always think about it. I don't know why. Don't judge me. Uh, I welcome to Sentimental Soul of a Truck with Michael and Spencer. Yeah, I mean, Spencer's talking about uh, his relationships that could have been. I'm talking about my relationships that ended way back in the day. Yeah. You know, the best thing about that Walk the Moon song is you can change the chorus to just about anything, and it's just funny. It's one of those songs that you could do a Spencer thing to and just make up words as you hear as you. Singing it. Give me an example, Michael. I took a shit. <laughs> I don't know how it happened. <laughs> it must have it hit the floor and I scream. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, oh God, we're eight year old boys. That's why this podcast is so great because we're eight year old boys. <laughs> oh, wow. It hit so the floor <laughs> and I screamed. <laughs> Deep in my ass. <laughs> wow. I think I see the future. It's coming <laughs> out. This is my last chance. <laughs> it hit the floor. And I screamed. Oh, God. She she said, I own this Chili's. And here's a mop. <laughs> Shut up and start to clean. All right, so this is Deer in the Headlights <laughs> and their song Sweet Talk. So many people just abandoned this. <laughs> yeah, for real. Speaking of songs that sound like they're from like the early 2000s. Yeah, this song came out the same year as actual Sweet Talk by the Killers. Yeah, for real. 2007.
Wow, this is taking me back to 2007. Yeah, for real. Got you got your new boyfriend. We need to do exclusive about a Maximo Park song. Hell yeah, I love Maximo Park. We gotta get Sandy for that. I agree. I don't know, it's cursed when Sandy records because then Spencer won't finish the episode. Yeah, it's true. Rest in pepperoni. Someday I'll finish the the Sclusy, the pressure machine Sclusy. We made an app. I don't know how it happened. I took a nap and I said, <laughs> Oh, don't you dare lie back. Leave your eyes on me. Oh, God. This isn't a Walk the Moon podcast. It should be. Can we do a Walk the Moon podcast? No, you'll have to get someone else for that. Yeah. Say, yeah. Same. <laughs> you want to start a Walk the Moon podcast, but you want it to be two completely different people from us. Yeah. So you're hoping someone else starts a Walk the Moon podcast. Yeah, me yes. too. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. I would listen. I would listen to it, but I I wouldn't do it. Well, now we got a new name. The same. What is it? Who is it? This is a uh, Samantha Jade, and their song "Sweet Talk." Those are two names. For the record, when I was uh, looking up uh, night cores, describe the music video. Um, there's a blonde babe standing in front of different colored backgrounds, and now there's a new uh, bunch of babes. But uh, the blonde babe is looking sexy and one of them sultry. Watermelon. Yeah, she's got a. She's very tanned, and her teeth are perfect. Uh, there's a girl eating a lollipop. And now there's a sexy dude in jeans. Oh, now we're coordinated dancing. Lots of babes. They're doing like the wash dance. When did this song come out? Let's see. I'm going to guess 2014. Am I right? You were right. Oh, ho, 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 I'm the best. I'm the best. I can't believe I was right. Wow. The fucking Jesus Christ, whoever wrote the page intro. Wow. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Brianna 95. Brianna 95 wrote, this song is not very popular due to the explicit themes. It's about a woman sleeping with a drug dealer so she can pay for drugs with her body. Sweet talk refers to weed. What? Jesus! Okay. First off, that song was a bop, and I will not be taking questions about that at this time. Um, two, fuck. Yeah. Also, damn. Also, okay. Here's my thing. Are you sleep? If you're sleeping for somebody with somebody for weed, why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. That dude. there's you. It's not chemically addictive. It's pretty easily available and it's pretty it's like the cheapest thing you can buy. So why are you sleeping with something like that's you're in dire straits or you just really like the person and you're pretending it's for the weed? I don't know. But I also don't think I just read through the lyrics. I really don't think this is about. 
if you're talking about this way to weed or your drug dealer that you're sleeping with just for weed, it sounds like you're in love with one of them. When your fingers touch my neck, okay, your weed has become a, like has a corporeal form, which is terrifying. I start to lose my breath. Okay, now it's just because you're coughing because of the weed. And baby, when you kiss me like that, because you know how, oh, baby, my baby, because you know how to read my mind. This just sounds like a bubblegum pop song. I don't think it's about, I think sweet talk to me is just about having sex. I want your sweet talk. I want you to talk dirty to me while we bang. This is a cute song and I like it. Also, uh, in parentheses. I love how it's by Samantha Jade. And then everybody else on the, the, the track listing is like session musicians from like the Nordic areas of the world. That's the recording engineer was power Wester, power Westerland, power Westerland. Bass guitar, Klaus Gulbrand. Guitar, Klaus Gulbrand. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, that, that, that song's not about sleeping with someone for weed. That definitely was, that uh, genius uh, was written by a uh, jealous ex or a hater of Samantha Jade. Yeah, Samantha Jade definitely stole that person's significant other. Well. Good on you, Samantha Jade. Way to Work go. It. Work it, as they say. Uh, this is the artist Academy, and this is the song Sweet Talk featuring Quinn. I don't I don't know. Forty two. Uh, no, that's actually not forty two. Ninety two. Sorry. Quinn ninety two. She give me sweet talk, knowing all I need so I feel the warmth when I'm waking on the east coast. She give me movement, but she can live. When do you think this song came out, Spencer? Uh, 2006. 2006? 2016, no. I mean. I was about to say, I was like, man, they're way ahead. It was 2006. That was uh that was my guess. I didn't have the page open already. By the way, this person, this the the other artist who the song features is actually named Quinn ninety two. Because they were born in the year 1992. That's fuckboy music. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely fuckboy music. Modern fuckboy music. Even the album cover gives that vibe. I prefer uh, modern baseball. I mean, modern baseball is a good band. This album cover is like a skull-shaped cup, so it looks kind of edgy. Uh, this basically just looks like the evolution of Ed Hardy. But it's like a tiki cocktail. Yeah, like a tiki cocktail, but it's in like a skull cup. And the color palette is kind of muted. Um, orange, pink, brown. It's, a, it's, an int- it's definitely got an aesthetic, but it reminds me of, of fuckboys. But it reminds me of fuckboys. I'm I'm right here. You're not right. You're or you you are right. Sorry. Thank you. I didn't mean to say you're not right. I meant you are right. You meant in like a like a mental sense. You're not not right. You're not wrong. 
That's the words. Thank you, Spencer. This is uh, the artist Jesse Ware and their song Sweet Talk. Famous, famous person. Who's Jesse Ware? Uh, Just a famous, like, she's from England, I think, the UK. And uh, she's been around for a while and kind of, I, well, a while at this point, maybe 10 years, I think. I've never yeah, heard so of I, this person. I think I heard of her about 10 years ago. But she kind of hit the alt-pop sing. There's like an eight-year-old, like, pretending to this be a definitely record the most producer, interesting. Man. This is the most interesting of all these we've heard so far. The lyric is, I thought you heard, yeah, you still have the power. I thought she said, I fucked you hard. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Oh, I get it. In the music video, all the characters are children doing adult things. one of those videos, huh? one of those videos. No one's ever done that before. What an original idea. The little boy that's the record producer is Spencer Jr. That's what your son is going to look like. And... No. That's how I imagine no. Spencer Jr. No. No. Yep. No. That's him. You know why no? Why? Because my child will never be caught dead in a fucking hat. <laughs> Just any hat? We don't wear hats in my household. <laughs> Listen to Spencer. No one can be gifted with the the beautiful gift of being able to wear a hat indoors, not in Spencer's world. I just don't like hats. I had a whole phase where I wore a lot of hats. Is it before it was when you were like still self-conscious about being bald? No, never. It was never because of that. Like I had already been bald for a while when I started to wear hats. It was more of a fashion thing. Oh. Like a, you know what I mean? Cause hats, even back in the day, like in the forties when all men wore suits all the time. And when you hats, were, like, when you were much younger. Yeah. In the forties. Yeah. In the forties. Well, obviously we know we, it's already been well established that uh, both Spencer and I are over 100 years old. We're immortals. Yeah, we're immortals. Which is why we have the time and, and patience to record a podcast about the killers. Exactly. So, well, uh, I look forward to seeing your son in a flat build hat one day uh, that he will have gotten from his uncle Michael. And I'll say, wear this because you, it will make your dad love you more. Um, and then I will disown my child. <laughs> For wearing a hat. For wearing a hat. <laughs> the thin line between having a dad and not. Yeah. Wearing a hat. You know, it's like, it's like, you know. Anything else? Whatever, son. That's fine. You know, I accept you. I love you. You're my child. But you fucker, you put a fucking hat on. We're done. <laughs> you can find yourself a new dad. You gotta find dad version two, because because that hat shit that don't fly in this house. No, sorry, Bob. All right. Next up, we've got the artists girls generation. This we is, don't don't give a fuck and this is oh, one of this those looks like a k-pop band yeah this is one of those letters of the alphabet pop yeah that's it's k-pop let's translate this oh my favorite hey baby look at me it's useless it's useless your spying gaze 
and you're pretending to be indifferent. You're pretending to be indifferent. Oh, maybe. This is a pop song. Feel like you've already fallen for me talk, baby. This was a pirate voice. I want it melts like sweet chocolate with a soft voice. Oh, baby, like that. Who's your favorite member of Girls' Generation, Michael? Uh, Terry? <laughs> I'm going to go with Terry. Or either that or, um... Terry. Quavo. <laughs> See, you know, this is fucking... <laughs> I like how you pick, like, like, the most, like, middle-aged white woman name you could think of. <laughs> Janet. <laughs> Pam. Pam. I really like Pam. Pam. She, Pam's my. Glenda. Glenda. <laughs> Ethel. <laughs> Ethel's my favorite member of Girls' Generation. Eth- oh, yeah. Ethel, you're an Ethel guy? Yeah. I, when I, You know, when I really think about it, I'm into Ruth. Ruth. I'm. <laughs> Someone, uh, if 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 anyone's artistic, if anyone's artistically inclined, please draw a version of Girls' Generation, but with those people as the members of the band Girls' Generation. Yeah, or you could just Photoshop those names under a picture of Girls' Generation. There's like twelve people in this band. It's awesome. Yeah, it's it's K-pop. It's you know they're they're idols. They're it's an idol group probably, or is it just like a girl group? I don't know. It looks like idols. They're all beautiful. Well, no, no. Like all there's, total babes. there's like a there's that's like a, a genre where like uh, all the where the group is not just the people in the group. All the members kind of rotate out. So you're a oh. fan of you're a fan of essentially what's like a traveling circus of performers who sing like all the same songs. You heard it here first. Spencer thinks uh, K-pop bands are all full of clowns. No, like uh, the the YouTube channel This Exists in their video about um, anti-idol groups, which is awesome. And you should all watch that. Um, There's a brief history of idol groups in that same video. And uh, it's very informative. Anyway, this is uh, the last song on our Name the Same section. And this is the artist Billy Collins. And we had a brief discussion about whether or not we should put this on here uh, because the song is called Quotes Sweet Talk. It's not just called Sweet Talk. And it's also a spoken word poem. Okay. So let's hear Billy Collins Sweet Talk. And I have a, a shorter, shorter, it's sort of an odd love poem, I suppose, <clears throat> which uh, makes a, is busy with uh, painterly uh, reference. It's called Sweet Talk. You are not the Mona Lisa with that relentless look, or Venus born over the froth of waves on a pink half shell, or an odalisque by Delacroix, veils lapping at your nakedness. 
You are more like the sunlight of Edward Hopper, especially when it slants against the eastern side of a white clapboard house in the early hours of the morning with no figure standing at a window in a violet bathrobe, just the sunlight, the columns of the front porch, and the long shadows they throw down upon the dark green lawn, baby. <laughs> Hmm. That was a that was classic. Very interesting. I, uh, now that was some real poetry right there. I cracked a bevy like a third of the way through that. That's that's Spencer's relationship with poetry. So on the recording, you'll just hear because there's no way Spencer could edit that out. Exactly. <laughs> but I'm not going to. By the way, I love a good. Uh, I like how this person. Um, uh, pronounced Delacroix as Delacroix. Well, that's probably correct, right? That's the way you're supposed to say it. No, it's Lacroix. It's Lacroix. It's pronounced Lacroix. Delacroix. Even in French. Yes. I don't know. I don't know, Spencer. I think you're just thinking of the soda. I'm pronounce. I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce that that phrase. I don't know. We'll have to find out. Uh, that was the poet reading it, so I would imagine the poet's pretty well read, pretty knowledgeable. Hopefully. No. I'm right. They're wrong. The end. Yeah. You are nitpicking and biased. Bye-bye. Goodbye. I am Next correct. up, we got live versions. Live versions. Live versions. Hit me with them, Spencer. Uh, No. Again, we're skipping another section because Spencer's being a little baby. So this is the killers performing uh, Sweet Talk at Royal Albert Hall. Another part of this classic performance. <coughs> Whoa. Wow, you skipped way ahead. I didn't skip at all. Oh, he just did it itself? Yeah. That one girl's like, yeah, fuck yeah. Oh, it got all black and white for a second. It does that in this performance. Also, Race Wind just absolutely just vibing on the fucking keyboards. The original Shadow Dave. Mercury. Yeah. I would keep listening to this. I like this live version. I mean, this is just an amazing set. It really is. Like 10 out of 10. 
Next live version? There's Next only one live other version. one, I believe. Yes, this is the killers performing this at Brixton in uh, in 2017. And we're going to skip oh, to wow. a minute 21 in. Is the full band even there? I don't know. Nope. Nope, it's Ted. And Jake. And Jake. And Shadow Ted and Shadow Jake. And the backup singers. Do you think the dancers oh, like? Yeah. Do you think the dancers like coordinate their movements a little bit? Yeah. Mark's here though. There's, no wait, there's no way that's Mark standing away in the back back there. No. That's a shadow Ted. It looks like he's having a really good time, though. Shadow, Shadow Ted. Ted? Yeah. Shadow Ted's fucking vibing. What a great song. I play it live when I see him. Same. I hope it's a four hour set. Same. And then uh, everyone just collapses and we all just sleep there. Speaking of a four hour set, uh, let's you want to maybe what I, I mean, what did you think of that? You thought that was good? Yeah. Yeah. Great live version. Great live version. Great song. But now it's time for the most important part of the pod. The advertisement. I I just played it when I said like before I said the advertisement. Wow, what an ad. Yeah, what an ad. What a classic. I'd listen to that over and over. So we didn't have a nightcore this week. I thought we did for like a second, but spoilers we didn't. But we This it, song would be great, Nightcore. And we don't have a slowed and reverbed, but we do have a very rare instance of slowed and slowed. <laughs> Where there is slowed, there must also be slowed. S slower, yes. <laughs> this is from the user underscore lxcvs.exe. That sounds like a virus. Let's play it. Uh... It's like a cloth man be disintegrating over and over again. It's pretty horrifying. This This feels... This video feels. Are you familiar with the uh, SCP archives? The uh, Secure, Contain, Protect. No. Oh, it's a collective fiction wiki on the internet where people basically make like really detailed creepy pasta. Oh, okay. And this looks like one of them. Like this video itself. This is horrifying. Even though this just looks, just looks like a tech demo for some kind of, like, uh, game engine. Yeah, that's horrible. My, my. Open the sky. 
Um, At five guys. Really sad. <coughs> really well, that was uh, horrible. But yeah. Thank you for making that anyway. Yeah. There's a there's lots of other videos by this person. We should watch all of them. Yeah, right now. Switch wall back to back. All right. This is a uh, Tyler, the creator. Uh, Lumberjack slowed and reverbed. And it's just Donald Duck chopping down a Christmas tree. Yeah. With like really like intense camera movement. This is a fucking nightmare. Okay, we're right. <laughs> We're done. Next, next uh, sweet talk cover. Thank you. Okay, so this is the channel Julie Vanderbon, and it looks like a Gerwig, and it looks like a teen. Let's find out. Um, this is Sweet Talk by the Killers. I hope you like it. I hope we like it too. Uh, what's your name, Julie? Julie Vanderbon. She's wearing she's Joker pilled. Oh, my God. This is our first Joker pilled Gerwig. Describe the scene because uh, it's a girl with a backwards hat on and gauges. And she has a sleeveless shirt on that's got the Joker on it. And it says, why so serious? Also, this person has a lot of Polaroid cameras. Like, yeah, like at least six. Definitely a collector. Let me fly. Man, I need she had like a creepy head turn there when, when she said that. Mm -hmm. She looked at the camera. Fix my feet when they're stolen. And well, you know it hurts sometimes. You know it's gonna bleed sometimes. You gotta sing directly into that mic. You can sing however you want. Julie. If you want it to be picked up, that specific mic, sing directly into it. You could see, you could hear. It was, it, I was no, like, no, ah. no, no, you can. It's like when somebody's at karaoke and won't sing into the mic. That's except just, when they scream. That's not how I sing into the mic. Really? Yeah, you've been You're to fired karaoke. From karaoke. <laughs> I tell you, I went to karaoke underground the other night. Yeah, after we recorded, how was that? Uh, I sang a hundred thousand fireflies by the magnetic fields, and then I went home. That's it. That's the whole story. Uh, my debit card had been stolen like uh, last weekend, and so I couldn't drink, and so I just sang my song and left. No, you don't have any cash. I don't carry cash. <laughs> what is this? Eighteen thirty-six. Sometimes it's nice to have some cash. Yeah. In the immortal words of the band Sugar Ray from their classic album Floored, cash, I need some fucking cash. Joker pilled. Joker pilled. This is the artist, this is the user Sydney and their performance of uh, Sweet Talk by the Killers. I forgot the name of the song for a second. My cover of Sweet Talk by the Killers. Enjoy. And the person who got quoted was Squiddo.
Oh god, the noise. Mm-hmm. And it's all black. Is there no video? I guess not. There's nothing to describe, by the way. It's just all black, everybody. Stack. I don't know words. Let's skip ahead. You know it's gonna hurt sometime. That was good. Yeah. That was fun. Yep. All right, we got one more cover. You get one guess as to who it is. Who is it, Michael? Is it, uh, I'm going to guess it's, uh, Mr. Sun's 10. Nope. Unfortunately, it is not. It is his, it is his Trump, Trump Max Power. Is his Trump supporting co, cohort, co-mingler, co, co-man. Come, come man. Maximilian G Power. This is not a song I would choose to play live. I'm digging it. He's playing it like the local Bennigans. Yep. What do you get at Bennigans, Michael? Uh, chicken dindies. Yeah, that seems like something you'd get. Oh, I'm sorry. Actually, I get a uh, foie de gras. I usually get the uh, chicken cordon bleu at Bennigan's. So this is a. So what's he wearing? It's like a, it's like a yellow shirt with like trees and shit on it. It's like boats, maybe. I don't know. I don't know something. Ooh, I like that a lot. It's almost like like menacing the way he does that song. Right? Like I like the little palm muting he did there. I mean, Max Power uh what he lacks in uh political knowledge, he makes up for in uh musicality. Exactly. What? I look, I don't believe in who you want to believe. But I think it's weird when people have like strong 
opinions about other world leaders that are not from their home country. I mean, lots of people have those have views on other places, but like, world leaders. But like being a huge fan, you know, it's very weird. Being like, oh, I'm going to support this world leader. You're going to support, I like, I Justin Trudeau, the Prime Minister of Canada, seems like a cool guy. I guess if he works for Canada, whatever. But like, I'm not over here. Like, <gasps> I'm I stand Justin Trudeau. You're not like simping. You're not simping. Right. Right. For like, this is what the world needs more of. I I, I feel you. I understand. I'm. I'm I think listening. being a fanboy of any politician is a rep- recipe for disaster. Yeah. No, I agree. You should. Here at the end of Sweet Talk, we decide to get real political for you. Yeah, you should you should view your you should view your political leaders, all political leaders, with suspicion because they are and skepticism. Yeah, with skepticism, that's the word. I know words because at the end of the day, they're just people who are out for power. And uh, while you know you did, while it is good to have elected leaders, and you know it's not necessarily you know a good thing to have no government. You should still view people who, you know, seek power power. over others with, uh, with skepticism and suspicion. I don't know. I don't know why we fucking did that. That was weird. We might, should we cut that? Yeah, cut it. I'm going to keep it in. I'm going to keep this in too, by the way. Good. You know what else we're going to keep in? Mm. Your final thoughts on the song Sweet Talk by the band The Killers. Well, I love this song. I think it's a great one. I really hope I see him play it live one day. Um, got a great energy that I really appreciate. Um, obviously, it has special memories for me. But beyond that, I, it's one of my favorites on Sawdust. Definitely top three Sawdust, but also one of my top ten killer songs of all time. Um, I uh, I've written... I've written a poem about this song as my final thoughts. I'm ready to hear it. Here it is. Group. I am. I implore thee. My footing turling drones. And I hooptiously drangle me with crinkly bindle wordles or else I shall rend thee in the gobber warts with my burgle crunching. See if I don't. Is that actual Vogan poetry? I googled Grogan po- Vogan poetry uh, and then did an image search and I found something that sounded like Vogan poetry and I just read it out. It sounded loud. like fucking Dr. Seuss. It, it had no imagery. It made no sense. I just kind of fucking rhyme things. Um, well, that that was certainly something, Spencer. I appreciate your contribution. Uh, thank you, thank you, Michael. That's all I can say. I I don't. Yeah, I will put this on the fridge, but I'll probably throw it away in a couple of days. That's fair. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. As always, I've been Spencer Polio, and with me, as always, has been Michael Z Nance. No, why Nance? It was a why. Why Nance? Michael, Michael, why Nance? If you made it all the way to the end of this episode, as always, thank you so much. We really do appreciate you. Um, If you would like to support the podcast, perhaps financially, you can always scroll to the bottom of every description of every episode and click our anchor affiliate link. If you would like 
access to episode notes and other silly shit that we might or might not do in the future, you can support us on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash soul of a trucker killers podcast. If you think that I Spencer Polio, I'm funny. You can always follow us on Twitter. Uh, that's at soul of a truck pod. If you like people like Michael and specifically Michael, you can follow us on our Instagram. That's Instagram.com slash soul of a truck pod. And if you would like to send us any of your silly interpretations, artwork, things of that nature, feel free to email us soul of a truck pod at gmail.com. Once again, I'm Spencer Polio. Michael, say goodbye. Shackles of pressure shake me out of these 